And this is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Anatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I don't know what this assisting means. What do you, what do you have to say for yourself there? Uh, what do I call you? Mr. Death? Death? Boss? Not yet. I'm Kevin. You will see this old man who looks similar to what Mithrin used to look like, but about 15 years older. And you will see that his entire hand is just basically one giant fan brace, all just armored to, like, the nth degree. But he looks you right in the eye and he says, well met. I'm Florian. First, let me introduce myself. I'm Carl. And I'm Timsey, the despotic DM of Death Before Dishonor. Dastardly dashing ahead with all sorts of freeform creative ideas on the fly. I'm Eric. I'm Florian. And I'm Tinzian. Otherwise, we're going to redo the episode from last time, which is 187, uh, hopefully, for those listening. And yeah, Tinzian, catch us up on where we are currently, and Dungeon Master, you are a go. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, I have rolled a perception check, and I have noted that Xanatari's shirt and the back of Cesar's chair are exactly the same color. Good. As Xanatari said, we've done this podcast about three weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, and the problem was it wasn't recorded. So, do over. Right. You've had three weeks to think. Great. The party was escaping from the town of Ghostlight. It was Mad Scramble. There's zombies. There's vampires. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Big storm by Xanatari. Yay. <coughs> so, you guys are trying to get to the flying platform that you left in the clearing, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, edge. dude. It's been a long time. You're on the edge of said clearing. Um, Xanatari, start with you. What are you going to do? You're surrounded by storms. Potentially zombies, vampires, all sorts of crap. Okay, if I recall correctly, uh, last time we were running, we saw kind of an albino-looking face peering out of the windows at us from the invisible type of people that we've been dealing with so far in the inn and in potential keep area. Uh, We're running from that. I have uh, burnt out, and the iron stone is rotating around my head, providing a slight bit of light. Uh, and showing the way towards where I think the ship is. Um, Winter is running next to me, and I kind of remember that Carl is carrying Cesar, so if it looks like Carl's going to pass me, I'm going to get on to Winter and ride him, because uh, I don't want to be passed by Carl. Okay. Um, While you're doing that, occasionally uh, Bert will lance out with a light blast Hmm. into the woods. It's okay. like he's clearing path, but it's going to be a very hot path, and there's going to be flaming bits as you're going running through. But it looks like it's trying to clear a way for you. It does not seem to be blasting any of the vampires and zombies and stuff that you somewhat see as darker shadows amongst the um, darkness, because it's nighttime now. There is no moon, just the flashes of lightning, and there's a great deal of noise behind you, as if something gigantic is rising out of the earth and going to crush the ever-living crap out of whatever's there. 
Okay. So you're running, and um, Carl, do you have Cesar? Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl is still uh, carrying Cesar, uh, facing backwards. And as he hears something giant behind him without looking back, <clears throat> he uh, asks Cesar, is Cesar here? There's something really big uh, behind us. I'm, I'm running as fast as I can, so no point, point for me uh, turning back myself, but if something is shooting at us, could you please warn me and tell me which direction to dodge? You got it, kid. <laughs> uh, left! Ooh, left! <laughs> right! He's just shouting random directions. Something's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's yelling, Don't pull a Rickon! Sorry, Game of Thrones. Hey! Um, Cesar, behind you, in something comes smashing down. You see what appears to be um, the outline of this huge mass that could be a hand. But more importantly, you hear a massive amount of money. Coins <laughs> falling to the ground. Okay. Like, essentially, um, someone just punched a pile of coins. So in the direction of that giant, maybe, hand? Yep. Okay. Like, you're just this... Boom, the ground shakes and everything. But you also hear what it sounds like just a ton of coins. Got falling. it. He will pile that away, but won't do too much about it. He's got a pretty sweet setup back at that last place we were, so... Okay. Not sure what that is, and at least at this point, not worth risking trying to investigate. But, you know, okay, maybe later. You see a figure, or at least you think it's a figure because there's two kind of glowing dots that could be eyes, rapidly accelerating towards you, and just before you're able to make it out due to a lightning bolt um, and flash, uh, it veers off deeper into a wood path off the side. But there's definitely stuff up in the trees as well. Okay. He'll... uh... Smack Carl on the on the butt and say, "Hurry up! Come on!" <laughs> nice. Okay, um, Carl, please make an athletics check. Over under ten. Okay. Um, so athletics, uh, wait. Whoa, it's a three, but athletics, but a high, so uh, twenty total. All right, and uh, let's go ahead and roll something. We're going to half-ass it more than we normally half-ass it today. She's full uh, half-ass. I can't even get the screen to work. Okay. So, who should roll something? Just roll a yeah. Okay. And that's a 13th time. Okay. You not only manage to um, keep a hold of Cesar and keep him firmly under your arm, you also manage to keep his robe from um, billowing up and flashing either the storm or blocking your view and getting tangled up in any of the underbrush. <laughs> Collective universal clap is heard. Then Atari, are you riding winter yet? Yes. Okay, you get out to the edge of the clearing. You see that there could be maybe something on the far end of the clearing, but more importantly, you see the platform just where you left it. Great. 
gonna get to it as quickly as possible and get into it. Okay, you're on it. What do you do with it? Uh, well, I'm gonna get off of winter because you know, dual riding platforms and wolves is probably bad, and try to secure him kind of under the steering wheel. And uh, if I recall last time, spinning it kind of turned the machine on. So I'm gonna go with trying to get it functioning and up and on. Okay, you eventually figure that out. Um, in the distance, since you can just see over the tree line, there's something looming well over the trees, and um, another large, could be an arm, could be something else, comes slamming down, is raised up and comes slamming down where the village used to be. Uh huh. This gives impetus to my getting out of here quickly plan. Um, by the judge, just judging roughly from distance, uh, whatever it is, the arm itself is, the height of the arm is over a thousand feet. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Zenitari suddenly realizes what happened to the back half of the keep that is missing. Okay. So you start to get it going. Do you leave it on the ground, or do you try to take off? Well, who's there? Is everyone in it yet? No. Well, no, I'm not going to just take off as much as I would like to. Uh, I'm just warming it up. I'm I'm just like, guys, guys, I'm just getting it warmed up. All right, are you going to do anything about the storm? Uh, No, because she's not intentionally causing a storm. It's just sort of an emotional reaction. Okay. All right. Well, whatever's going on um, in the area, your weather sense is picking up that there is tornadic activity. Great. Big tornadic activity. Okay. Uh, oh. Sorry. Hmm. Can I use my ushering wind? Can I roll uh, for actions? You have ushered much buff- wind. My buffering but, uh, wind, rather. There. The only it doesn't really attack anything, but I will aim for one of the nearby trees where I hear a strange sound, and attempt to usher my allies into position within five squares, just so they can move their butts closer to the platform. Okay. So I roll oh. against the tree. And I don't know. Carl, riddle me this: Have you ever leapt without leaping? Probably some time. <laughs> okay. Well, suddenly you feel this vice-like force on surrounding your face, and you are jerked off your feet rapidly forward. <laughs> a couple dozen yards. Please tell me Carl is not still wearing the dress. Yeah. Smoky jacket. <laughs> yes, Carl still has the classy smoking jacket on. Great. <laughs> okay, so um, if in any way possible, he'll uh, use the momentum to crap on onto the platform and trying to keep uh, Cesar's, well, as much of Cesar as possible from crashing into the platform and rather um, placing him onto the platform and not having him smack into it. 
Cesar. Mm. Over under ten. Sorry. Under. Under. Zanatari. You have a dice? Mm-hmm. Over. Hey. Um Cesar? Mm-hmm. He didn't quite keep you from suddenly ramming yourself into the platform. Oh. <gasps> do you do you wish it do you wish it to be a dignified hit or do you wish it to be an no. undignified hit? Undignified. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Um uh, sorry Carl, but you managed to make Cesar pretty much do a split. Where one leg is down into the, towards the ground, the other leg is on the platform, and he just crunched the junk. Ooh. <laughs> 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 He's just gonna start. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Cesar, and uh, shoving him in, into his position while holding on to, I don't know if it's got a guardrail or something. And okay. trying to reach his usually platform riding position. <laughs> the one of the foot ref, two of the foot refs rests are near um, Cesar's hands, so whenever he's done writhing, he can try to grab those. <coughs> Very good. So everyone's aboard. Um, Cesar, having mm. just been really chicken wings. Do you have anything to add to this? Um, well, I think that he'll be... I'm, I'm sure Carl's strength was felt fully in that exchange there, so he's going to be recuperating for you know what he needs to to be able to regain his you know full functions. And then he'll try to pull himself up to where he can at least get a look at sort of what's going on around him. There's a lot of moving deeper darkness patches coming out of the woods than there were as you were running and then suddenly flying towards the platform. Looks like there's also mm-hmm. stuff up in the trees. And right. you two, unlike um, Carl, get to see another something rise up in the distance and come smashing down. Think big arm coming up and just smashing down where the time used to be. And is the um, is the platform started? I think so, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Get her! Get her up! Get her up! Managed to squeak out. I'm sorry. Is he giving driving directions or something else? <laughs> Not after that. Um. Zenitar is wondering, I mean, we were kind of sent here from the mail room where we found all the dead bodies and the messages in Cesar's uh, imagination palace. And I guess the reasoning on why we would be kind of directed here is something that's bothering her because clearly there's danger. There's this giant hand and possibility of another angry god. What about the invisible people? that we encountered that seemed okay. Do they seem endangered? Is there anything... Is the buildings being smashed that they're in? I guess she's trying to put together why we were called here in the first place other than just to arrive and then leave quickly. 
Well, yes. The nobody has attacked you so far. There's been a lot of running. There's been some, you know, possible prey activity, or they're just trying to flee. You're not for sure what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that uh, Cesar, unbeknownst to everybody else, knows that the town has some characters to it. But overall, um, he was going to have to try to keep you from wiping the town out for some reason. Okay. On okay. the other hand, the path of destruction that is being raised against all these towns, eventually um, Winter, ha- Winter Haven is in line. Awesome. Okay. And does it look like this is a... I mean, in the travels that we've had, this is the first time we've encountered this being in particular that she's going to be aware of, uh, I assume, because I don't remember encountering like broken keeps or gigantic structure damage elsewhere. So why would the assumption be made that this is something that's going to be you know, sweeping through the entire coast? Is that something that they would make as a party, or is it just... I guess I'm trying to figure out... My next actions are going to be what she's mentally going to figure out, and a lot of that's based on what you're kind of visually telling me. On the map that was in the Caesarium, mm-hmm. where all the teams were, there were towns crossed out, a line of towns. Okay. Um, right. And there were messages within those tubes for towns that were crossed out. All right, I want to do an arcana check. Okay. <sighs> that would be a one. Uh, so 24. Okay. But you rolled a natural one, didn't you? Yeah. Just try to gloss that over. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to bank that one. Uh-huh. What would you like to know? Um, I'd like to figure out if this is some kind of magically generated creature from a living person, like a wizard or some kind of magical caster or itself a beast this is old 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 magic but it is not what brings the creature to life and it does not feel like a controlling magic as in someone's done a summoning okay hmm all right then i'm going to try to take control of the airship and raise it up high above the tree line so I can get a clear view of the size of this thing. Okay. Um, do you give any warning to anybody else? or you No, just... not at all. I'm just right. just jerk it right up into the air. <laughs> Alright, so, therefore, um, over under 10. Over. Okay. Um, both of you, roll Cesar and Carl. 18 over. Six. Um, <laughs> Carl? Cesar is rapidly sliding off the platform. He must have been shimming around or something, didn't have a good handhold. Um, and instead of going straight up, uh, Xanatari went at about a 45 to 50 degree angle and is shooting towards a tree. Whoa. Top of a tree. Okay. So Carl is trying to um, wrap his feet around something he can wrap his feet around, I don't know, some sort of post or uh, steering wheel stand and have a crab assessor and trying to keep him from sliding out uh, off of the platform. 
if you do it with some style, I won't make you roll. Um. Oh, just what's the size of the platform? Um, so in diameter. Diameter, I don't know, but it's probably um, end end about sixteen feet. Okay. And what distance would Cesar um, be from Carl at this moment? Well, trying to get a mental he, image he, of the. He's he's pretty he's pretty much underneath you and sliding away. So he it's not like you have to die for him. Okay. Um, well, that's not too much style or dignity I, <laughs> I see there in this moment he holds onto uh, something solid with his feet and uh, well I assume that Cesar is um, sliding off at this moment because instead of crapping onto something solid he's crapping onto uh, his well uh, bits that are still in a world of pain at this moment <laughs> So, probably Cesar really needs his hands at this position. <laughs> so, <laughs> Carl's um, trying to wrap one of his arms around Cesar's chest and uh, holding him, well, uh, uh, putting him in, uh, on, putting him against him and trying to uh, keep him really. Uh, get a uh, maintain a tight grip on his chest. Cesar, as you go sliding off and you are caught, a white um, taloned hand comes reaching over um, the edge of the platform as Zanatari manages to just barely miss a treetop. Yeah. There's yeah. a sound of a sickening crunch underneath the platform. And um, the arm grabs hold. Seems to be like something's trying to tug its way up. And then it lets go and you just hear something fall back towards the trees. Interesting. Okay. Anything that you would like to do as you've been rescued and everything else? Um, uh, well, once, <laughs> you know, he finds it safe to... <laughs> Um, scramble about and things level out a little bit. He'll <laughs> try to prevent that from happening and, and get to a place where he can feel pretty secure. And uh, he'll uh, he'll shout, "Nice moves!" <laughs> mm. okay. So what do we see right. from up here? Because Zanatar is looking to see if she can get a whole full body view of whatever this is. Um, there is something out there. You're not, from the distance that you're at and the weather conditions that you're in, doesn't really help to benefit flight all that well. <coughs> Whatever it is, hunched over, is over a thousand feet tall. Yeah. There could be more height to it that is either underground or in some way concealed, but what you can see, smashing things, mm -hmm. definitely over a thousand feet. Great. You also hear a vast amount of change being flung around. <laughs> the town is just being pelted with uh, coins. Okay, okay. 
Hmm. I don't know. That doesn't sound so bad, the money fairy. Somebody must have lost his tooth. Yeah, I thought about that, but you... Hey. A thing from a vampire. <laughs> a tooth. Well, I mean, as long as it's not running around smashing anything, I guess there's not a need to take action. Zentari's concerned about the well-being of these different cities, so I'm not really well, wanting to attack see, a thousand you see no light. You see no light from the town anymore. Okay, well, I, I guess I will drive the airship closer. Not close enough to get smashed with a hand, but, you know, at a higher level that I can try to see what this is. And I'm going to direct Bert that way so I can get kind of a spotlight view. Okay. Um, you see figures darting around um, the outskirts of the woods, trying to head into the woods or get away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... Town, from what you were able to see at a distance, lot the castle's gone. Something comes slamming down, and all you see is sort of this rocky, earthy sort of covering mm-hmm. on whatever it is. But it's as if a castle tower has just come slamming something that thick and whatever. Just slams part another building. The um, steeple... You haven't heard ringing for quite a while now. Okay. And what backs up to this town in the woods? Is there something on the other side? Like the ocean or something? No. No. Any kind of cliffs, holes, something to direct it towards? Just the mine that um, it now appears to be sitting in. Hmm. All right. That... It's going to conclude my turn. I'm just going to kind of observe because she doesn't know what to do about this. It's too big for them to take on. Okay. Carl? Uh, Carl's going to observe the thing. Godstone <laughs> uh, heavily and goes, Miss um, Centauri, uh, please uh, excuse my misplaced curiosity, but the last time you brought down a monster the size of a mountain. Uh, how did you do it? <laughs> uh, Carl, I'm not sure exactly what mountain monster you're referring to. I remember we just got finished with a dragon, but you know we didn't exactly kill the dragon. Mm, so. Oh, I mean before I met you. So you're a legendary hero and probably deal with stuff like this. Uh, I, as yeah. just a small half arc, uh, I have no idea how to approach this, so could you please tell me? <laughs> Usually we, we run very fast. Cesar's the best, but uh, generally yep. we run very fast. That's good thing we have this flying disc, so we don't have to run this time. <laughs> it, does save. <laughs> it does save on the effort, yes. Yep. I don't know. Um, Zenitari would like to attract his attention uh, by zipping left and right around where she thinks that face might be. Does it, does it have a... I mean, judging by the front of its torso and arms, etc., there must be a face around here. There's a number of arms. Um, you're mm-hmm. not quite able to pick out where a face is. You can pick out a direction that it seems to be, quote-unquote, facing. 
<coughs> okay. But go ahead and roll a perception check. Ooh, 31. You see something that could be maybe face-like, but more importantly, you do see that all this rain and everything mm-hmm. is causing it to get very bogged down and somewhat sluggish. All right. It's um, getting smaller. I think Whether gonna, it's... I can do a basic attack that will involve lightning because I'm just trying to kind of piss it off. So if I strike it with lightning when it's wet, maybe it won't like that. So okay. if you want me to roll against its AC just to see if I can hit it. Go ahead and roll something. We'll see. We'll make it up. Uh, 26. Okay. And you're aiming for what you think to be the face? Yeah. Okay. Um, you hit it, and it seems to move away. Whether it's an action of it's going to strike again or not, you can't tell. But something kind of deep inside of your head unlocks. And you can sort of feel where those tornadoes are. Okay. Is it causing those tornadoes? No. But you feel like you might be able to influence them. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to do that. Um, Do I get any deity response from any of this? Um, Your deity is definitely all around. You're getting some supercharging right now. Okay. Well, um... your deity isn't walking the world like it was at one point during the demon fight. Alright, well, I'm going to wait for my next turn and then try to see if I can do something with tornadoes. Okay. Um, you do. You may want to pop your wings or something just for the dramatic effect. Uh, well, I'm just afraid of the drag. That's a good point. Alrighty. Um, Cesar. You're kind Hello. of seeing the size on this thing. It takes a full-on lightning bolt. Weather up here is just atrocious, but yeah. you've got an idea of size. Okay. Um, I mean, does it seem to be reacting to us at all? Mm, can't really tell. It just seems to be, have pretty much finished up at the town, though. Okay. And um, I mean, does it seem to be heading somewhere? Or what's it doing? Like, might be going back into the mine. Okay. Um. Can I get a sense of, like, what it's made of? All you just sort of see is earth and stone and gems and um, massive amounts of... You see it actually come down and strike, and in sort of Bert's illumination from a distance, you see glitter of just, like, sparkles. Hmm. So that could be the coins or gems or something, but it slams and just a whole bunch of Dutrius that's anything and everything open up. Yeah. And Death wanted me to, like, figure out what was going on with this thing. Yep. How close is it to us? Mm, you're probably at least 100 yards away. Okay. Even that doesn't, isn't quite a safe distance. You do notice, though, that there are no wheelbarrows with um, the skeletons rushing right. into town. Okay. But they're around. Uh-huh. Sort of sense that Something's up, but 
is being blocked. Knowing um, Xanatari's uh, flying maneuvers pretty well at this point, before he yells this, he'll make sure he's secured in to where he found to be a good place to be, and he'll he'll yell out, uh, "Try to bring us closer." Okay, she will move closer. Okay, how close? Uh, with it just outside what she considers the reach of the arms. You are already well within the reach of the arms. Okay, well then, close <laughs> enough that the reach of the arms is not convenient. <laughs> Into the annoying zone. <laughs> the, the, the zone like this. Okay, very good. Alright, you manage to get in there. You see that it's winding up for another strike. But you don't seem to be in the arc of thumpness. About how close would you say we are now? Sixty feet. This thing is just monstrous, but got it. You're about sixty feet. Closer. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so she's gonna kind of figure out where the side of its head might be, and get within twenty feet of the head. Gabe, that is going to bring you into the path of arms. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> As you get closer, you also notice that this thing is getting hotter and hotter. And um, as the light, light from Bird is passing over it, you see what appear to be uh, mud holes or fumaroles popping along its surface. Mud holes. Which, okay. if anyone wishes to make a nature check, suck at nature. I'm not great, but why not? Try to figure out what's going on. Almost perfect. 33. What about you, uh, Florian? Mm, wasn't even going to bother, but oh, uh, that's, well, uh, 24. Um, Lezer? Generally, um, these sorts of eruptions mean that there's poison gas around. There could be an atmosphere of poison gas around. Okay. All right. Um. All right, back off. <laughs> Less close. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I'm closer. I'm closer. Zanatari will back up. Uh, to I guess about forty feet. Okay. Um. For a moment there, you smell delicious, delicious roasted almonds. Hmm. Closer. <laughs> <laughs> Carl? Above or below 10? Um, below. Okay. Uh, Cesar, roll for him, please. I rolled an 11. Um, Carl, you're laying there. You seem to be in the fit prime of health, and you start feeling kind of numb and uh, dizzy. And you smell delicious, delicious almonds. Uh, he's gonna groan slightly and think, oh, I don't feel too well. Uh, maybe it's, I'm not really born to fly uh, that, that much. Uh, so if we are in reach and you 
Will, will really want me to hit something, please point at a direction, but otherwise I'm just having a little late down maybe, and he'll... <laughs> that's how he, that's how he really feels in his hot, hot house right now. <laughs> and he'll sit down and crap on something. Yes. In reality, Florian's house. Everybody else, you only heard about half of what Florian said before he just started going... Bleh, 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 bleh. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of starts becoming a slurring, foaming mess. But you're now within 40 feet. And Xanatari seems to be, without a check, I, I won't make you do a check. You seem to be holding the platform stable. Cool. Xanatari. Yes. Um, platform Okay, well. Uh, it seems like it's going back into, as you said, this mine. So if it's walking towards the mine and it's heading there, I'm going to let it head there and then try to bury it maybe or seal it in there somehow rather than fighting it dead on. As long as it's leaving the town, heading back into the ground, let's just let it do. And she's going to move out of the way so that it's, you know, not uh, distracted by our presence. Okay. I'm going to side jump to Cesar. You are with him. 40 feet for a while. What do you want to do before Xanatari does her thing? <coughs> You're muted, yo. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, hello. Huzzah! Yeah. Um... He had had an idea that's kind of gone out the window, so he's going to just hang on for the ride, see what happens right now. Okay, you want to do anything about uh, Carl? No, he'll be all right. <laughs> Don't you love the return, Carl? It's such the caring concern. <laughs> hey, Carl? Um, you're kind of getting confused as to how to keep your eyes open. Um, you're, you're not smelling anything right now. In fact, it's kind of unclear to you if you're taking enough breaths. Well, he's still, um, at this point, uh, trying to wrap himself around something solid and just holding on for his dear life. <laughs> okay. Xanatari? Uh, I'm going to move off, and hopefully has it reached the mine area yet? Um, it seems to be coming out of the mine. There's no real shape to it. Okay. But it seems to be pouring back into the mine... Yet the searchlight that is going off from Bert doesn't seem to show the mind filling up. Hmm. Okay. But it definitely seems to be whatever it is kind of going back into the uh, into the mind. Does it seem to react to anything? Does it seem to care about the light or lightning or anything? Does it have reactions? No, but it's it's kind of sluggish due to the amount of just pure rain that is coming down along with, you know, the storm and stuff. But it doesn't seem to be notif- noticing the lightning. Okay. Uh, well, 
it's slow, but I'm gonna let it finish getting itself back to where it came from. Okay, do you want to do anything with the tornadoes? Yeah, um, where are they right now? Um, they're gonna come crashing into the woods where the people fled pretty darn soon. Okay, I'm gonna pull them up out of the woods if possible. I don't know what you want me to roll for that one. Um, and move them towards the mine. Like, I want the tornadoes to hasten the retreat of whatever this anomalous thing is. And so if it has a motivation to get itself stuffed down back into the mine because the tornadoes are in front of it, then great. Okay, you want to do that scene with style? Sure. Okay, uh, raising her hand above her head in the pouring rain and looking up toward the sky... Uh, she's going to attempt to connect with the three torna- tornadoes in various parts of the woods and pull them you know, almost physically up out of the trees and kind of turn slowly with her hand clasped into this fist towards the uh, mine and open her hand and release them. So they move towards this beast. Hopefully the beast will see it at least hear the noise, the tornadoes and the wind and everything else, and it seems to dislike the rain, so there would be, you know, more rain and more weather around them, and maybe it would slink backwards as the tornadoes come forwards and kind of stand in front of the entrance to the mine. Okay. As they land, um, you get a ping from Bert. And what does Bert have to say? I've got mail. No, um, Bert's kind of giving some sort of tone like it's either charging up or it's causing an alarm. (laughs) Zenitary, being familiar with Bert, is going to assume that he is going to destroy the entrance to the mine because Bert loves to shoot things made of rock. So I will back up the platform farther away. Okay. Uh, Bert lights off one beam directly into the tornado, which excites the uh, weather cell within it and stuff, forming lots of plasma, turning it essentially into this giant, multicolored... Flaming tornado of death! Yeah, essentially it looks like an aurora borealis swirling inside a tornado. It's pretty damn cool. You should be impressed with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and your own damn work, because, well, you brought the tornado there. The tornadoes... Heed your call. They move. They land. One gets charged. And they start moving towards the mine. Because that's just the path they're going to take. Um, Carl? What would you like to do with uh, yourself? Do you have any sort of monk abilities that might help your present weird condition? Don't think so, because also uh, Carl is pretty much out of his game at that point. He's never faced something the size, pretty much the size of a mountain, and <laughs> um, I think he has to remain passive at this moment until somebody tells him, well, what to hit. <laughs> Okay, so you're down. You are probably poisoned somehow. You have next to no motor skills. You think you might be able to do something with an arm or a hand. 
you want to let somebody know that you may be down, or do you just kind of want to... <laughs> Just ignore Carl. Carl. <laughs> He's gonna uh, well give out a crown and just just tell me when we've landed, <laughs> or or you need me. If, if you need me, I'll I'll, I'll be okay. But <laughs> just do just do your thing and just think here. <laughs> yeah. You 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 hear. Kind of like this tapping of a hand or something loud on <coughs> the platform, sort of this groan and blue, and um, scissors hand kind of around your ankle. I mean, Carl's. Carl, yep. Um, uh, I think he'll. Um... With lack of anything else, he'll try it. He doesn't know if it'll work. Um, one of his healing goo balls, he's going to smash on the back of Carl's head. <laughs> okay. With panache or without panache? Um, it depends on how panache you feel like, just like unceremoniously crushing this ball of gross-smelling green-colored gack onto the back of somebody's head is. Okay. Did you do it with one um, hand, like an egg? Yep. No, I just smashed it onto it, like cracked it onto his head. Nice. You, you kind of rub it around, make sure the pieces get charted in well? Ew. No, then I'd have to touch it more. No, nice. gross. <laughs> Alright. Very good. Um... Sanitari and everybody else, the tornado seems to be doing its trick, but it does not appear to be uh, making contact with whatever that is yet. But the last sort of vestiges of one of the arms is seen slinking into the mine and out of view. Cool. How long until daylight? A number of hours. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys, uh, you, you want to go back and catch a couple hours at the inn? Or, or what are you thinking? Well, we, we probably do need to rest up a bit. Um, I think there's still more to be found out here. Uh, that, that might not be a bad idea. <laughs> so Tori's going to repark in the prime spot that we had the first time. Um, it's already nice look, and circularly flat. It's perfect. Just a parallel park. Just to try a few times. <laughs> exactly. Back it up. Back it up. Um, and then, yeah, land and, and try to try to climb off of the platform. Okay. In, in the meantime, I'm going to take a look at Carl. Is he okay? <laughs> what? Carl, are you Carl, okay? Carl. Carl is laying there, uh, foaming out of his mouth right now. Well, is that just the goo, or is it from his mouth? That is the great question to be answered, so take us out. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Come to answer this and other fascinating questions. Not next Friday, because I think we're leaving on uh, vacation, but a couple Fridays from now, uh, in August, possibly... And otherwise, you can listen to this episode right now as you are probably on iTunes for Death Before Dishonor or deathdeforedishonor.com or you can talk to us on Twitter at DeathD4 
also come to twitch.tv slash genesee uh, to listen on these Fridays on Twitch and be a part of our small but loyal chat. Um, anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yay.